1: Imagine you're on vacation, or maybe a business trip, walking through the lobby of your hotel, past one of those big meeting rooms, and you look in and see a human body on display. How would you react to that? Last October, an organization called Death Science performed an autopsy on the body of a man from Louisiana during a stop on the Oddities and Curiosities Expo at a hotel in Portland, Oregon, And people paid up to $500 to attend this public dissection.
2: No family should bear the horror or guilt associated with learning that their loved one was placed on display for paying members of the public to autopsy and touch their organs in a hotel ballroom.
1: So just how did the body of World War II veteran David Saunders wind up in that Oregon hotel ballroom? And why did dozens of people pay to see it?
2: The fact that you looked isn't what makes you a bad person. That morbid curiosity and fascination doesn't make you a bad person, makes you a normal person with normal human curiosity about uh, something that is tremendously fearful.
1: Welcome to Something Offbeat. I'm your host, Mike Rogers. These are the kinds of unusual stories that I've been reporting on for over 30 years now. The kinds of things that you're not going to find on the front page, but that still make you stop and think. The stories that leave us with more questions than answers, and that we'll be exploring on this podcast, taking a deep dive into the how and the why. And this week, we'll examine why some people have a fascination with death. I was unable to save my husband from the violation of his remains. I was duped by selfish and immoral people for the sake of their personal monetary gain. Added to my grief for his loss is the vision in my mind of his naked and defenseless body being dismembered like a butcher preparing an animal carcass for sale. Now, how do I lose this vision? Well, I have to live with it till I die. That's David Saunders' widow, Elsie, addressing a meeting of the Multnomah County commissioners last month. Portland is in Multnomah County. In the video from this meeting posted online, you can see some of the commissioners dabbing their eyes as Mrs. Saunders addresses the room by phone.
0: Who can make me understand the macabre
1: curiosity that would make someone willing to pay $500 to see this? Well, Dr. Gail Saltz will give it a try.
2: People have long, long, long had a fascination with with death and a fascination with the morbid that accompanies death and a fascination with violence.
1: Dr. Saltz is a professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital School of Medicine and the host of the How Can I Help? podcast.
2: Because we all have within us a number of things. One is some interest in sadism and masochism, both both sides of the coin. That's just part of human nature to be fascinated with uh, doing terrible things and having terrible things happen to us. We often have a fascination, particularly with things that scare us a lot. And death is probably about at the top of the list for most people as frightening and full of the unknown.
1: As to how David Saunders' body got to Portland to begin with, let's backtrack for a minute. When Saunders died from complications of COVID in August of last year in a hospital outside Baton Rouge, his wife, Elsie, donated his body to Med-Ed which helps facilitate whole body donation. She says her husband had long wanted to donate his body to Science after he died, but that the faculty at LSU declined the donation. Eventually, though, another group called Death Science obtained Saunders' body from Med-Ed Labs and staged the autopsy. And the event first reported by Seattle TV station King 5. Now, back in Louisiana, the district attorney from East Baton Rouge Parish also addressed that county commissioner's meeting in Oregon. This body was not treated like any body is treated in any legitimate autopsy. Dr. Saltz suggests that the rush someone might get from attending a public autopsy that might be similar to the rush others get while watching a horror movie.
2: You know, look, there's a whole phenomenon and industry, which we all think is fine. That, right, we, these, these horrible (laughs) films that are, you know, really disturbing. I mean, they're they're really, really disturbing and are, you know, the most sadistic and the most cruel and the most, you know, and they're eroticized. Some of them are very sexualized and people go, why? Because they do have a fascination and to be able to be uh, fascinated and explore that Taboo and fascination, and to yet sit in your seat in the movie theater, know that you're safe while your mind tells you you're still taking a risk. And so you feel excitement. And that is super titillating. It could possibly trigger something physically or mentally. It does trigger things. And the question is, what does it trigger? So for some people, it triggers a tremendous amount of fear and anxiety and panic and they have you know, constant anxious thoughts, what if worries, um, and, and physiologically, they're over aroused with anxiety. Their whole sympathetic nervous system is turned on as though they're in this situation and it's debilitating. But for some people, and there is a fine line for many pe- for all people really, between anxiety and excitement.
1: We all chase feelings, right? Whether it be relaxation, fulfillments, or a thrill. And what Dr. Saltz is saying probably fall into that category.
2: There are people who are, you know, risk junkies and they they really, they want to be, they crave to be in that excited state. They're looking for the dopamine, the neurotransmitter dopamine rush of excitement. It's uh, It's rewarding in the brain and it's addictive to some degree, right? And so they're looking to put themselves in scenarios that create that feeling for them. Sometimes this sort of horrific looking does that.
1: She readily admits that when we see something we're not used to seeing, our first instinct is to look, to stare, to gawk, if you will. And she's probably more understanding about that than most of us, given her training and profession. But there is a line that's best not to
2: cross. I try to uh, really not be condemning of understanding and accepting that we have certain impulses. But at the end of the day, I also believe that in order to live in a civilized society and morally not harm each other and, and not actively harm each other, we have to have certain rules and that's why we have laws. And you know, when people need to know that if they die, And their request has been such and thus, it will be carried out. And if we abuse that, we have crossed a very important line. And that only adds more fear to death, which people already have enough fear of. And if you must look, what does that tell you about yourself? The fact that you looked isn't what makes you a bad person that morbid curiosity and fascination doesn't make you a bad person, makes you a normal person with normal human curiosity about uh, something that is tremendously fearful. Maybe you want to give some thought to why you want to look and what that's about, because it'll be self-informative, but to not condemn yourself for that. But then to also know that it's important not to which I say, break the rules, break the law, not, you know, not to do things that morally harm other people. And this is not a medical exhibit that's been agreed to. This is not gross anatomy class in medical school. That's been agreed to by the person who donated their body and said that that was okay with them. And they want, they wanted to further science in that way. This is not that don't do that.
1: Now, in the end, elected officials in Multnomah County did take action to prevent an event like this from ever happening again.
2: R2, second reading of ordinance amending Multnomah County Code Chapter 21, health to add regula- uh, regulations related to the acceptance of payment or other consideration for displaying to the public human remains. Commissioner Myron? Aye. Commissioner Jayapal? Aye. Commissioner Vega-Peterson? Aye. Commissioner Stegman? Aye. Chair Kafori. Aye. The second reading is approved, and the ordinance is adopted. Thank you so Thank much. You.
1: Thanks for listening to Something Offbeat. I'm Mike Rogers with News Radio 1080 KRLD in Dallas-Fort Worth. That's what this podcast is about: the offbeat, the unusual, the stories that make us think. If you'd like to hear more, we invite you to subscribe to us on the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends.